0: Welcome to L! I'm Sarah, and if you're wondering, that's S-A-R-A, with no H, because H's are L! What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. You are listening to Keeping It Raw. I am raw. That's me. (laughs) In all my corny glory. All right. Uh, I wanted to talk today about, you know, homeless people and I want to talk about people who are in need and talk about situations, things I've dealt with crazy stories. Okay. I feel like, uh, there are crazier stories than what I'm going to tell you, but this is real and, uh, buckle up. <clears throat> so when I was 18 and got my license, I drove anybody that was willing to ride with me. I drove them around. Okay. My friends in high school said that, called my Jeep Jurassic Park because it was green and it was rough, okay? This one lady, I'm driving to church this mo- one morning, and uh, and she is a middle-aged white woman, and she is waving her arms. There's not, no car around here, no belongings. just her waving her arms in the road, and I'm like, oh, man, I can't, you know, what's going on? You know, I'm on my way to church, so, like, instantly I'm getting hit with like you know you gotta do good so I, I pull over and I'm like "Ma'am, are you okay and she's like yeah the lady she took all my all my belongings in the car everything I own is in the car she just took it she just drove off with it and can you take me to a payphone I'm like oh yeah okay that's a, that sounds legit let's let's go drive to the nearest payphone okay payphones crazy concept Before cell phones and landlines were so easy to obtain, back in the day, you went to a payphone. And the payphone is where you would put money in this machine and call anybody you wanted to call. Okay. They had these everywhere. So I'm like, I know where a payphone is. Let's go. Jump in the Jeep. Let's roll. We go to the nearest payphone, and uh, she's like, please, please don't leave me. I'm like, no, it's it's fine. I'm here. It's okay. She's like... Okay, please don't leave me because the lady just left me with all my stuff in the car, and would you please not leave me and I'm like, calm down, attached much, needy much what so I'm like, go ahead and get on the phone, you know, I'll wait here. I'll make sure you're okay. I'm like thank you so much. She gets to the phone as far as I know, she's making a phone call. I don't know, so that goes, you know, 30 seconds, a minute, I don't know how long. She gets back to the Jeep, and she's like, thank you so much for not leaving me like that other person. I'm like, landing in pretty thick now, calm down. So she's like, well, um, can you take me around the corner here <clears throat> to my friend's house? Because he'll give me money, he'll give me what I need, he'll, get me, he'll set me straight. And I'm like, okay. Well, the road that she has me driving down, it's um, towards my neighborhood, except... She has me go right instead of left. Right is a trailer park. It's an old trailer park. And um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's pretty scary. It's only scary to me because my experience that I'm about to tell you. And uh, because it's a place I'm not familiar with. So we drive down the trailer park. And all the trailers look the same. So I have no idea. All the roads look the same. So I have no idea where I am. Drive down there. And she and... Uh, She's like, all right, you know, this this is the trailer right here. <clears throat> Please don't leave me. Please don't, you know. I'm like, it's okay. Calm down. I mean, I don't know how much I'm, uh, how long this is going to last. I don't know. She gets out. She goes to the door of the trailer. She n- starts knocking on it and starts yelling for Rico. Rico! Rico! Banging on the door. Rico! I'm like, oh, dang. You know, just... Rico's deaf or something. I don't know. She's banging on this door and yelling pretty loud, and everybody in the other trailer's probably here. Rico comes to the door, not happy at all. Rico is like a Mexican kingpin or something. I don't know what's going on. Because he comes out of that door with a cell phone to his ear. By the way, the cell phone never leaves his ear. He's holding the cell phone up, opens the door, yelling, What are you doing? And starts pointing at me, Who the, did you bring to my house? Who is in the Jeep? that you brought to my house and starts yelling and cussing all this up and i'm like one of those ducks on a pond that's like calm on the surface but below the water <laughs> is like freaking out so below the water below the windshield that what they can see i'm on the top like smiling like i'm not a threat i'm not a threat <laughs> below the surface of the windshield that they can see i'm like Uh, Getting my cell phone out, putting the Jeep in reverse, and slowly backing up so much so that they can't hear me or know that I'm moving. Yeah, it was rough. So I'm backing up, and, uh, you know, they're still cussing or whatever. And I'm like, and so then all of a sudden, I get it and drive, back up far enough, get it in drive and take off. Like, I left this woman there. I don't know if she's even alive. I'm guessing she was found dead three months later at the creek. I don't know. I'm just... I hope not I, too far. I know I'm just saying like, I hope that she's okay, but I wouldn't be surprised with the company that some people keep. that something like that would go down. Anyway, I, <laughs> I, um, I was, I was very skeptical of helping other people out because of the situation. I don't know how I like when I was driving out of there, I thought that my windshield was going to get shot up. I mean, my, my back windshield was, back window was gonna get you know how those scenes are so I'm like please don't kill me you know I'm just driving out of here just ignore me you know that kind of thing and so a couple weeks go by and I'm like trying not to be like one of those tainted souls that are like never gonna succumb to this type of thing again right never gonna put myself in a situation in which I will be vulnerable anyway so a couple weeks go by and then the next situation happens and this guy doesn't ask for money he just asks for a ride down the street because he got the medicine that his baby needs so he just needs to get home so i'm like okay like you're not asking me for money like that's a big thing for me i'm like okay you know so we drive down the road about five miles and then to the corner in which he asked me to take him to just to make it quick so you get quicker home and then we get there, and then he's like, do you mind, since you brought me this far, can you take me down this street a couple of miles? Uh It'll be even more great. I'll be even more grateful. It'll be helpful. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll, I mean, I can, but I really need to get back. So I'm like, okay, might as well take it. So down this section is when he asks for the change that he sees in my little change holder in the Jeep. And, uh... And uh, so how am I going to say no? Like he sees the change there. He knows I've got it. He he knows it's just spare change. Like how am I going to not give it to him? Right. That's that change would sit there for years if I didn't give it to him. Right. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm like, yeah, I go ahead and take the change, you know, whatever. And then we finally get to the section that he asked me to drop him off at. And then he's like, if you don't mind, can you? And I'm like, no, you got to (laughs) go. and uh i i don't know like i mean he took me this far he already got my money i mean how far is this about to go i don't know so i let him out and then i was like i'm never doing that again i barely got alive i barely got out alive the first time in the trailer park i barely got alive with this guy who's probably gonna rob me once i got to his house i mean who's needing to ride and getting all this done at like eight in the morning right that's not a bad guy right can't be a bad guy out this early so anyway and then all the skepticism i have about people asking for money so i have a co-worker named james now james has figured the routine out so in the city in which i work uh you cannot panhandle and ask people for money without a permit from the city to allow you to do so so he exploits this so anytime so Oh my gosh. So he was telling me this one time. Uh, he was at Walmart and he's at a Walmart that's a little low uh, in a low income area. Well, I guess all Walmarts are, but this Walmart is in a low income area. So it's known for having um, a bad reputation with the people that are around. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. But so he says that he was going to the Walmart and then some guy walks to him and James was like upset already. So then this happened, and it's like, hey, man, can you can I get some money from you? Can I get some money, please? James said, man, you better show me your permit right now, And uh, which is a key to them because they all know they need a permit. It's one of those things that gets traveled. So when he said, you better show me your permit right now, <laughs> he said the dude like started picking up his pants and ran away. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're so mean. Oh man. I've been waiting to try that one. Show me your permit and I'll give you a dollar. Let's go down. Anyway, so I um so that happened. So <clears throat> this brings me around to what happened today. So this morning is was a crazy situation. It, well, I work in an area where they have, you know, somebody asking for money and they're like in a club. All the homeless people know each other, okay? They exchange, uh, depending on the day of the week, will, that will determine what corner they're on in this three-corner area in Fayetteville, okay? And it's in the shopping district, okay? And so it's funny because I'll drive by them and they'll just wave and smile and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, because they know I don't, I ain't gonna, you yeah, know, whatever, anyway. So this morning, I'm driving to the office, and... uh this lady, I saw her mile away. This lady's walking in the middle, and nobody is out that early in the morning. Nobody's out just walking the parking lots that's early, that early. That's crazy. So I park, and I knew she's coming straight for my car. So I try not to make eye contact. I try to make like I'm oblivious to the world, right? But fully aware at the same time. So she starts walking. She starts walking up, and I'm like, okay, here we go. Close lock the uh, car, and then start walking to the office. It's like, sir, sir. Of course, she wants to shake my hand, and I'm like not wanting to shake anybody's hand outside of my office. So I shake her hand anyways and immediately feel disgust. Okay, she has a bandana and on her head, and she says, sir, I'm not a bad person. I'm not a bad person. She said, this bandana on my head, I'm not a gangster, sir. I'm not a gangster. Said, sir, my mama just called me, and she said my baby is bleeding, and I got to get back home really fast. Can you help me, sir? I'm like, you're asking for a ride? Right? Why doesn't anybody ask me for money now? Goodness. I feel like, (laughs) like a homeless person like asking people for money and then they skip over me like uh, uh you got some money you got some hello sir you got some money you got some money you got? how about you you got some hello sir you know, you know so was just like skipping over me and uh <clears throat> so anyway she's like so i was like you're needing a ride so she's she's like yeah i just need a ride sir ride around the, see the school right here it's on the other side of the school is a little road and it's down that road and i'm like Uh, this school, right. So I, the way the parking lot is set up, I back up for my office. I back up to the school. Okay. So she's saying the school that's right on the other side of the fence where my truck is parked is a road and it's down that road. So I'm thinking, and I had seen her stop somebody else, by the way. And they must have waved because they didn't even roll down their window, which is usually what I do. I just wave people off like because so, I'll sit in a parking lot every once in a while, like waiting to wait out my lunch or waiting for the bus to train or the plane to move. I don't know. Oh, man. That was a reference to Dr. Seuss if you didn't get that. Anyway, so I just wave people off. I'm like, no, no, uh, uh-uh, no. And so anyway, she's saying this <clears throat> to me. And I'm like, so just to be clear, you're saying on the other side of this school, which I'm very familiar with, is a road, which I'm very familiar with, and it's down that road. She's like, yeah. And I was like, that's not even a mile down the road. I was like, why don't you just walk? You can get there faster than asking people for a ride. It's like, sir, it's not easier to walk. It's not that close. And I'm like, listen, I ain't gonna, I'm not driving you anywhere. I was like, you can walk that, that distance. Quit asking for people for a ride. And so she like walks away or whatever. And I see her a couple more times at least the next 10 minutes asking people in my office parking lot for rides. And I'm just like, you could have been there by now. <laughs> this is the worst excuse. You're just trying to lure people. That's in my opinion that's the only reason you ask people you waste time to ask people for rides instead of just walking. This is ridiculous. Anyway, so that happened i just thought it was such a weird 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 situation um did you guys hear about this um this durham bus driver high school bus driver oh man so the durham high school bus driver was arrested and charged with trying to pay somebody to kill one of his um bus students yeah A 17-year-old kid he was trying to kill, get him shot up. So I'm going to read you this story from uh, ABC 11. Okay. Durham police said that they believe a bus driver uh, may have ordered someone to shoot a 17-year-old high school student. On May 29th, uh, near... uh, Well, somewhere in Durham, anyways... According to a search warrant, the teen had just gotten off the bus when gunfire rang out from some nearby bushes. Bullets hit his house, uh, but he wasn't injured. Investigators said they believe his high school bus driver may have coordinated the attack while driving the bus. Authorities wrote in the search warrant that the bus driver had gotten into a fight with one of the boy's relatives before the shooting. Police said security video from uh, the School bus number 611 shows this, the bus driver exchanged derogatory words with the teenager before the shooting. According to investigators, the video also shows the driver texting through the bus route and just as the student got off the bus. Police said that the bus driver never reported the shooting. And Durham Public Schools said the substitute driver was fired the following day for not reporting the incident and for texting and driving. <laughs> The driver has been employed with the school district since September. Uh, and then um, the Durham public school system released a statement saying, our bus drivers as a group are committed to keeping students safe on the road and at bus stops. We will not accept any conduct by a school bus driver that does not uphold this commitment. <laughs> our bus drivers as a group are committed. <laughs> Might be some lone wolves out oh It is horrible. I guess it was a substitute bus driver, though. Oh, man. I remember um, bus rides. Oh. I remember how cool, like, riding the bus in California is versus uh, riding the school bus in North Carolina. So, like, in California, they have the front, the flat buses. I always thought that was cool for some reason. Uh, And then they have, like, the big old engine on the front of the bus here in North Carolina. So, something so minute, right? But, um, yeah, I... I love the, uh, I remember being in uh, eighth grade <clears throat> and riding the school bus home, uh, there was this cute girl that would lay her head on my shoulder and uh, sleep because everybody fell asleep on the bus, right? On the ride home, it was boring. Sometimes you had music to play, all this kind of stuff. Sometimes you talked, but most of the time it was just chill. you just waiting for 30 minutes to get home. Yeah, slow buses. Yeah, so I thought that was the coolest thing uh, that uh, she did. That like, I felt like Jim when Pam <laughs> rested her head on his shoulder to sleep during a meeting one day. Anyway, so uh, and then I remember like I don't know. You remember your bus drivers? I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty standard. Pretty cool uh safe people overall and some of us you know some people hated their bus drivers whatever but (laughs) for the bus driver to hate you (laughs) that's totally different i mean how bad does it gotta be for you guys to be cussing at each other i mean i've been on bus driver where like the bus ride was so bad the kids on the bus were so bad that the bus driver was like i'm done I'm done. I'm calling the cops right now. And he pulled that bus over and called the cops. And the cops showed up on the bus. And uh, it said, you, you, and you got to get off this bus now. And I was like, what? (laughs) Just kick people off. This guy stopped the bus for like 20 minutes. And I was like not even a mile away from the house. So he ended up, but I wasn't about to walk that mile back home. You're going to... I was like that homeless woman today. <laughs> it's only a mile down the road. You could be there by now. Uh, sir, it is a long walk. So <laughs> she told me. It is a long walk. It was like 70 degrees this morning. Get out of here. I wish I could walk home instead of working today, but guess what? I'm working. And you walking. So I'm pretty sure nobody nobody got her in there. Unpopular opinion time, I am not excited about the future of Marvel movies i I saw this um you know the the pictures and the videos about all the timeline of the next Marvel films It's like in the next two years there's gonna be like eight films and i'm like i I'm kind of I need a break from Marvel movies right now like endgame was like Over the top, it was great, right? It was a good ending for the moment. And I get that's not going to be the end of it. I I knew that when I watched it. I'm just saying, like, I just... I I think I need a break. Like, there's there's the iron junk coming up. There's uh, Captain Marvel 2. There's uh, Black Panther 2. There's uh, more... I don't know. There's just... Uh, Spider-Man already came out it's just a bit much and I don't want to get I know that there is going to be eventually you know uh X-Men and all this stuff and I'm kind of excited about that I gotta admit it's pretty cool that they're incorporating new version of this but there's just a lot to get over (laughs) I mean it's just a lot that they're putting out there it's it's too much so eventually the Disney is going to own everything Everything Disney is gonna own everything. It's gonna be a monopoly of epic, purpo- epic, epic proportions. Anyway, unpopular opinion. I get it. I'm just throwing it out there before it's cool with anybody else. I'm just saying, I, I I'm, I need a break. It's so to me, it's like Transformers. And everybody that knows me, you know I've probably said this before. But Transformers to me is like it was just too much. The first Transformers, Transformer, great, great. Second one, good. Third one, okay. Fourth, fifth, sixth. I'm just like it's way really too much. It was just it was just mach- machine movies. It's all everything is fake, right? And it's just machines attacking machines and it's like hard to keep up with everything and then they came out with bumblebee and bumblebee was cool and it was cool and then i was like also remembering like why i didn't like it so much because it's all unreal you know anyway unpopular opinion time is over (laughs) oh here's another one uh the bachelor is on or the bachelor is ending can you guys you guys don't care either me either i don't care either the bachelor no offense to you, the one listener I have that watches The Bachelor. <laughs> oh, did you hear about this uh, Katy Perry thing? Carrie, pa- Kate, Carrie Perry, Carrie Patty. Okay, Carrie Petty. I forgot her name. Anyway, not important because uh, what happened was uh, a jury decided that Katy Perry's song "Dark Horse" copied a 2009. Christian rap song. Yeah. And uh, I'll let you listen to the two together here in just a second. But uh, a while ago, I mean, there's lawsuits every couple years with this kind of thing. And I heard somebody say a statement and it got me to really agree with it. I was like, he said, uh, there are only so many... Uh, keys and tones and chords, that songs are going to sound the same. There are so much there's so much music out there that everything sounds like something else. So you can't really, you know. And uh, like I know Robin Thicke went through this with one of his songs. And anyway, so let's listen to the latest one, uh, Katy Perry, version of Dark Horse, uh, and compare it to, uh, Joyful Noise so let's listen to it here we go right now this is Joyful Noise by Flame featuring Lecrae side by side next to Katy Perry's Dark Horse Jury has found that these two are similar They do something. But I mean, like, what is the... Wow. So speaking of Lecrae, though, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I don't know. Let me interview myself when I ask these questions. I'm going to answer it myself. What are your thoughts on this? Do you agree with that whole concept? Yeah, pretty much. They sound exactly the same, so it's got to be stolen for sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> Lecrae. So, I uh, I am very skeptical when you talk about Christian artists. So, here's the thing: when somebody comes out so hardcore Christian and then comingles with secular artists and music and stuff like that, I'm always sketchy and I always cut them off. Okay. Not monetarily, I'm just like, uh, you know, with Lecrae, I sensed it. I sensed what was coming because Lecrae was like, everybody was talk every Christian I know was like, oh, Lecrae, 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 like he's a Christian artist, he's good music, all this stuff. And I was like, nope, it's coming down the pike. Just watch, just wait for it, you know. I felt the same unpopular opinion, Torn Wells, and I still feel that way. I'm just saying. Royal Taylor Band, still the same. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just saying like saw it coming down the pike But I'm not hating on other people's music I'm just like, yeah, I'm just skeptical Okay, so that happened and Lecrae was going on And I was like, mm. and then all of a sudden I saw him on Jimmy Fallon's show And I was like, there it is And then after that he started collabing with all these people Kanye and all these other people And I'm like, I knew it I saw it coming a mile away, and anyway, unpopular opinion—I get it. And then, uh, so yeah, for for years now, I've always not cared for Lecrae or whatever, and uh, he—it affected him apparently. Not my, <laughs> not the lack, of, not the lack of me being a fan. That didn't bother him, I'm sure. But it was a well-known thing that people in the christian community were writing him off okay not in a rude way but in a way that he noticed and so yeah he went into hiding for a little bit not physically i'm just like he just was on the down low for a little while i shouldn't say that phrase because anyway (laughs) so he uh was basically like hiding and then he started to come out with new music and he's definitely not as popular as he once was, doesn't have the fanship that he had. And I saw him do an interview and he really opened up and was humble. And I was like, okay, I respect you. Like, this is good because he was being honest about what he had done. Basically that he, he felt like he was reaching to them, but really they were pulling him away, you know, from Christianship or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Christianity, I guess. So uh, he was basically saying how, like, his plan didn't work. Okay? And I had felt like it was more of a a fame thing. So uh, he was kind of saying that, you know, he really struggled with it and that he felt like he was uh, 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 basically like he was cast down or he was – ostracized from the christian um gospel community or whatever and uh, christian hip-hop is a chh is a very common term for these people because you know that's i guess the part of the fellowship that they're all part of but um yeah so he was he definitely said that he felt that and he he expressed remorse for doing that and losing the fans and all that and going a different way than you know and so but the way he said it was very uh relatable like it was very down to earth and he was very real and open and honest and he seemed transparent Mm -hmm. so anyway I thought that was pretty cool but it's a it's a definitely a hard struggle because there's only so much popularity you can gain. There's only so much recognition you can get from the Christian community that it is easy to cross over, right? Uh, you see this with a lot of genres, but Christian music, gospel music is a genre that this is not... It's just a group that is not okay with the with the cross-gender, uh, whatever it is, you know. Anyway, uh, so... And the reason is because the the values behind Christianity and, the like, we don't want our artists leaving Christianity, you know, or, or a Christian kind of theme to go to a non-Christian kind of theme. And so we're very skeptical about what we allow ourselves to listen to, so we don't want, you know, the cross, divide, whatever you want to call it. I'm saying all these little—that are probably inaccurate. I'm just— <laughs> So that's my thoughts on it. Anyway, when I I saw that Lecrae was featured in that uh, music, I wanted to also mention that. But uh, also, let's go ahead and play the other one, Robin Thicke, uh, What He Stole. So this is uh, Robin Thicke's uh, Blurred Lines intro. notice the instruments, the rhythm, people in the background. Okay. And now we're going to transition to Marvin Gaye's song. Music, background, vocals, instruments. Back to Robin Thicke. All right, so this is a. uh, So yeah, pretty close. Wow, I didn't realize how close that was. But I mean, it's one of those things like, if you have those musics, and you, I mean, if you have those instruments, you're gonna, there's only so much you can do with those instruments. Why not make a whole song of it? Anyway, pretty close. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. I am done. You are done listening to this one. Go ahead and listen to another one. Uh, but uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for keeping it raw. Thanks for keeping it under 33. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. You're still listening. True fan right there. You was a true fan.